uh, I always comment on, because uh, I've spoken so extensively about it, <coughs> and that is uh, current events. So I just had a couple ideas I want to throw out, because everybody's going crazy about this, uh, you know, so I figured I'd just throw out what my, t- what my take is on this. Uh, you know. um, from all the previous shurim, I had given um, 17 21st century shurim, uh, basically about the messianic process in extensive detail, uh, and also especially about um, the elections, Trump, you know, everything in terms of current events, which I've given. Uh-uh. And um, so every once in a while, uh, I comment that because um, I believe that we are really in a process near the end, that's why. And I'm always trying to show, in a certain extent, a certain way, how current events does, in many ways, uh, jive with um, the Messianic process. Because I believe, in many ways, we are really at the end. And we are really in what's called the process of the end. And uh, there are many things that are happening, but I think what's important to know is, I, I had mentioned a long time ago what I think the proper role well, I should say the role, really, of, of uh, President Trump is. Uh, but in a certain sense, he's not really doing what he should be doing. And I think, uh, in many ways, he's being obstructed uh, because, in a certain sense, there's a lot of punishment that he's going through. And you could see that because you could see a lot of media-connected media, measure for measure. That's how you can see <clears throat> when it's, in uh, many ways, punishment as opposed to just, uh, it's not time as they say, you know. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> uh, as far as the Messianic process c- is concerned, it really centers, of course, around the Jewish people. The Messianic process is about how to bring the Mashiach and, of course, how to bring, uh, how to uh, remove the Jewish people from the Golas. And there are certain uh, things which uh, I, I believe Trump has done, which are really a mistake, an error, and I therefore believe that <clears throat> some of the obstacles which are happening to him are as a result of wake-up call. <clears throat> uh, what's been happening lately is with North Korea. So everybody's in a tizzy about North Korea because obviously that, that could be a war. I mean, that's obviously not just a, uh, uh, an obstruction. We're looking at a, an existential threat. But I believe several things are going on, and that's why North Korea is happening. Uh, what's obvious is that the whole problem with North Korea is that it just came out of nowhere. I mean, it's been going on for 20, 20 years, but the threat of North Korea has just emerged in the last three months. In fact, ever since he became president, uh, uh, we see that. And I believe that there are several things going on in that uh, scenario. <clears throat> Israel has been under an existential threat for many years by Iran. And of course, Obama aided and abetted them, and uh, he will some he will of course someday answer to the din, and I don't envy him when he does, when the din comes down on him, because he has not only enabled a uh, a terrorist regime to threaten Israel, to threaten the existence of Israel, but Iran really threatens the existence of the entire world, and he has aided and abetted because of his foolish, actually stupid understanding of what politics is about 
and therefore the world really is uh, really under a threat from Iran. Uh, but Trump said that he would deal with it, which he didn't. Uh, and therefore I believe that the Bansham said, and here comes the media connected media, measure for measure. You don't want to deal with an existential threat to my people, Jews, Israel. Okay, I will now bring an existential threat to you, which is unheard of. That has never happened, basically. Uh, the last time that happened was, uh, you know, World War II. It's a long time ago. But that a country should have actually have the goal, the temerity, the hauza, as they say, to threaten the United States, which, which doesn't make any sense. Well, Cold War was never really a threat because of mad, mutually uh, you know, assured destruction. You know, but this guy, in a certain sense, means it, maybe. But um, um, it hasn't happened in a long time. But in any case, I believe because Trump said that he would deal with Iran as an existential threat, and he didn't. So what the Rabbani Shalom is doing is saying, okay, you don't want to deal with that. I will bring up an existential threat to the United States. And let's see how you feel. And of course, there's a tremendous amount of anxiety because people feel that this can really lead into a tremendous war. So that's the first idea. It's a nine-ish, it's a punishment. Uh, in terms of what Trump, what Trump really should do is of course is disarm Iran, no matter what it takes. Uh, because uh, we all know what Iran is gonna do and they're worse than Kim, you know, uh, because they wanna do it theologically. They wanna destroy Israel because they believe theologically, you know, the 12th Iman or whatever the guy is, cannot come unless Israel is destroyed. Actually, the whole world has to go through a destruction. Uh, so they have to do it for theological reasons. You know, Kim is just doing it for ego reasons, which, which I'll, I'll mention what, what he's all about. But, um, and he didn't do it, so therefore the Bansham is punishing the United States. And I might add also a lot of other people who were partners in allowing Iran to do what they're doing. I mean, they, they are just uh, 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 doing exactly what uh, North Korea is doing, except they're just behind, that's all. So that's the first idea. The second idea is that it also makes the United States aware of what an existential threat means. What does it mean? You know, it's very hard for people, you know, who live the lap of luxury to know what an existential threat is, you know? So the Bansham is saying, I'm going to make you aware uh, in terms of what does it mean to be existentially threatened. So therefore there's an awareness that America now has what that means, you know, wipe out. <clears throat> so that's a second idea. A third idea which is interesting is that the Bansham is distracting Trump from dealing with Israel because Trump has violated his promise. It's not only about moving the embassy to Jerusalem, it's one thing. But he has violated in the sense that he said he would not get involved. He would, allow, he would allow them to work it out, and whatever they do is fine with him. That's what he said. Instead, what's happening, he's deluded himself into thinking that he's the greatest negotiator on the planet, and therefore he's going to do what nobody else has ever done, which is to make peace between the Arabs and the Jews. And as a result of that, he's doing the same thing Bush did. He's pushing them in a corner, he's stopping them from growing, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, building and so on and so forth. Uh, he's putting what, what they say, he's, he's tightening the uh, screws on Israel. Same thing Bush did, and so on. And he said he would not do that. So this is a, a, an oinish. Like I said, you know, uh, you want to allow this to happen, 
Um, so I will do this to you. But what he, so what the Bansham is doing is very interesting. Is two things. He's distracting Trump from the Israel proposal, you know, to try to make peace uh, by bringing up a new threat to the United States. And now who thinks of Israel? Everybody's now worried about uh, North Korea. So the Bansham has effectively distracted him and uh, turned his attention elsewhere. Uh, what you also see interesting is that just a couple of weeks ago, Israel had a major conflict with the Arabs in terms of the uh, old city, the uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque, where a couple of guys came out and killed a couple of policemen. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, er you know, everything uh, went loose and so on, you know. But what the Bansham did there, which is interesting, is to show that it's impossible to make peace with the Arabs, and that's why you have that. So now everybody realizes, forget about it, it's impossible. In fact, Abbas said that he... He's not going to stop supporting the terrorists, He'd rather resign. So everybody now realizes that peace is impossible. So in a certain sense, the Bonsham is breaking his bubble. You can't make peace, so cut it out already. And just let, and g give the green light to Israel to do whatever they can. So I believe all, all these events can be understood in light of what I'm suggesting. Um, and so on, especially North Korea. As far as North Korea is concerned, um, you know, people make a mistake. You know, Kim Jong-un, whatever the guy's name is, uh, he's not that he's, he's not suicidal. You know, he's not, he's not really crazy either. He's just a megalomaniac. What he wants to do is not destroy anybody. He's not interested in a certain sense because he knows he can't get away with it. But what he is interested in is being recognized as a world power. That's really what he wants to do. It's an ego trip. You know, he wants to become nuclear and be recognized as a world power, you know. Uh, but of course, he's in a certain sense, he's paranoid because he does think that the U.S. is going to go against him, you know. So that's part of the problem is that uh, he's willing to do things which are insane to protect himself. But I do not think personally that anything really will happen. And, uh, but the U.S. has a real problem because they cannot really allow him to become nuclear because he will always be there to threaten anybody, whether it be North, uh, South Korea, which is Seoul, He's only about 37 miles away from uh, the border, or he could threaten to Tokyo. I mean, you know, South Korea is the like the ninth greatest economy on the planet, and uh, and Japan is like the second. So imagine if he took out Tokyo, uh, and he took out Seoul, that would the whole world would collapse, in in that sense, you know. So the problem is he has to be taken out. He cannot really be allowed to keep what he has. Okay, that's the problem, but this, I believe, is an Oynish, because they're not dealing with Iran. One good thing about this is they now understand what an existential threat is, and they need to stop Iran now, because now they can stop Iran before they become, at the, uh, at the same level, nuclear-wise, as uh, North Korea. Anyway, that's my take, you know, so, um, and how it really all fits into the process. I hope Trump gets it and he cuts out the nonsense. <laughs>